Arcane Gearsmith and Dragon Scribe Entertainment present Amazing Microfiction Season 1 Episode 2 Greetings! I'm your host, Michael C. Miller, author and Gearsmith. Thank you for tuning in. In each episode, I choose stories from my own genre-based microfiction and read those selections to you like they were audiobooks. Sometimes, these stories may be incomplete, but in general, they are meant to convey ideas to you, the listener. But what is microfiction? Well, microfiction generally refers to short stories between 50 and approximately 300 words in length. There is some debate over this, but for our purposes here, we will keep our selections to under 300 words. This week, I have selected three stories for me to read to you, but sadly, I still need to print them out. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I promise I'll get better. Alright, let's dive into this week's stories. Selection 1. Target. Length, 296 words. Erlon watched the target open the patio door and walk out onto the second-story balcony. The target leaned against the railing, looking out over the manicured gardens, and lazily sipped a glass of champagne. The sprawling country villa was out of place here at the edge of the wasteland. The house was a sanctuary, miles from town, surrounded by barbed wire fences, nestled in a rare but thriving mountain valley. Ivy and Tanglevine climbed up the moss-covered stones of the manor house. It looked idyllic, like something from a young woman's daydream. A daydream that would soon become a nightmare. The target would never see him. He was too far away. It was almost too easy with this modern equipment. A simple flick of the switch, and the target would be vaporized, reduced to ashes in a fraction of a second. Erlon waited for his shot, waiting for the perfect moment. Then the target looked at him. Erlon shivered. How had the target known? He was over a mile away, at the top of a small hillock, hidden deep in the underbrush. He was in full camouflage gear. Every possible surface of himself and his weapon had been covered in blackout paint. He used no telescopic lens, nothing shiny or reflective. Nothing could give his position away. Hell, he'd even chosen a less-than-optimal firing position to hide his location. The target smiled and then, to Erlon's astonishment, pointed directly at him. Then, to his absolute horror, the target raised the champagne in a salute. A chill ran through him. Almighty Creator! How did the target know? What kind of creature was this? Panicked though he was, he stayed still. He knew that if he moved, he was dead. His mission, a failure. Selection 2. To Flee or Not to Flee. Length, 299 words. Dirt rained down around the group of refugees. They had managed to escape into the tunnels to avoid the siege above. The passage was dark and cramped, with only the occasional torch to light their way. Where are we going? asked Doreen, one of the taller refugees. 
This tunnel leads to the palace stables, said Ritu, the guard whom led the group. But that's the wrong way. Ritu brought the group to a halt. It's the only option we have left. We can escape the capital on horseback. But the knights were butchered in the courtyard. We'll all be killed if we go there. Some of the other refugees murmured their agreement. Ritu held his anger. This tunnel leads to the outer stables. We'll be safe. He motioned for the group to continue. No, I won't lead my family to slaughter. Ritu grabbed Doreen. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm trying to save you. Doreen scoffed. You're only trying to save yourself. Anger boiled up inside Ritu. He slammed Doreen against the hard rock wall. I'm trying to save us all. We don't have time to waste arguing. From the minute we got down here, all you've done is order us around, and we're tired of it. We're going back. The others agreeing with Doreen. Ritu smiled. Listen here, dirtbag. I didn't come down here into this filth to be yelled at. I came here to save your miserable hides. If you don't want my help, fine. You and your tunnel rats can die without me. I've got better things to do, like living. Ritu watched as the rest of the group turned, walking back up the tunnel away from him. The ground shook, and the tunnel behind him collapsed. Ritu wept as he reached the safety of the stables. Selection 3. Stormblessed. Length, 297 words. Tren held onto her drake as it flew into the darkening storm clouds. She was desperately looking for the heart of the storm. It was considered a blessing by her kind, a gift from the ancestors. It was a mark of honor among the Korai, and Tren needed the blessing badly. Many tried and failed. The stories said you had to find the heart before the storm began to rain. Dak, Tren's drake, drove deeper into the center of the storm, ignoring the frigid air. Tren grew frightened as ice formed on Dak's wings. Careful, my friend, she thought. Careful. Her hands had frozen in place, gripping tufts of black fur along Dak's neck. After a few moments, the drake stopped diving and transitioned into a gentle glide. Warm air washed against them as they flew. Somehow Tren knew that they had arrived. You have found me, child of Korai. Where are you? asked Tren as she saw the heart of the storm. It was a long, glittering ribbon of light and dark that danced in a spherical pattern just below them. I am here. Great one, I ask your blessing. A blessing is earned, not given. What must I do? asked Tren. Give me your drake. It is the cost of the blessing. Tren hadn't been told of this. Dak was her friend, her protector. How could she give him up? Choose, urged the storm. Conflict grew inside Tren, but she knew what she must do. She called out to the storm, I cannot sacrifice a friend, even for the blessing of the ancestors. Suddenly the winds caressed them, a feeling of contentment filling them. You are wise, daughter of Korai. You already have the blessing. 
go and live renewed. Then the storm began to rain. All right, I hope you enjoyed the selections this week. Thank you for tuning in to Amazing Microfiction. This is going to be a bi-weekly podcast, but we will be adding extra episodes as we move forward. If you enjoyed this podcast, or if you have any questions, please let me know. You can visit our website at amazingmicrofiction.wordpress.com, and you can leave me a note there. This podcast is copyright 2018 by Michael C. Miller and Dragon Scribe Entertainment. All rights reserved. The selected readings were works of fiction. Any resemblance to names, events, ideas, locations, and characters or persons living, dead, or fictional is entirely coincidental.